What do you wish to do? What do you wish for me to do for you? All the major, all the major world religions have been rather obsessed with suffering, blood, and dying, and death. Um, because they know inside of all of that messiness, transformation takes place, and metamorphosis of the soul takes place in there. And so they have, they have glummed onto it and know it. Um, the challenge is that over all those years that they've, they've often uh, decided, you know, they've got obsessed about uh, people needing to die. And in all the major religions, it's been there. Um, in fact, in all five continents, there is evidence, if you go back far enough, that there was human sacrifice in all five continents. And the challenge has been that um, we've, um, we understand that suffering and dying brings about metamorphosis, it brings about change, but oftentimes we always believe it's somebody, somebody else who should be dying, somebody else who should be suffering, somebody else who needs to do that, and that is where the problem lies, is, uh, is that it needs to be always somebody else. Um, but in Jesus comes a completely shift for all of humanity and all of history, human history. Because Jesus comes along and does away with all of that. Does away with all of that and says, no more, no more time. But even inside our own uh, historical roots, we read it from the Bible. Like our, our Jewish brothers and sisters, you know, uh, you know had that, that, that sacrifice uh, right there, right in the middle. I mean, Abraham tried to offer up his own son, Isaac. Um, and the only reason that that was believable as a story was because it was done. And so he takes the ram, and the ram becomes the sacrifice instead. But along comes Jesus and says, you know, and that's what this Eucharist is all about. He does away with all that service. There's no more, no more animals, no more human sacrifice. There's no more sacrifice. I am the Lamb of God. I'm the one who will take away the sins of the world. I'm the one who will transform everything. Come and follow me. He doesn't say, come and worship me. He says, come and follow me. Nowhere in the New Testament does it say, come and worship me. It says, come and follow me. And that's what we're called to do, is to follow Jesus. Well, what does Jesus do? He dies upon the cross. He is the suffering one that the book of Isaiah is talking about. He's the one who, who enters into the suffering, enters into that messiness, and enters into that dying, and so transforms us, trans totally transforms it, but gives us a path for this transformation. So, so here's the part that is, is that we've always gone about it the wrong way. Um, and I don't know what it is, because we need other people to suffer. Uh, but we, we, even in the, our baptism, baptism is you, you have to die to sin, to be risen. We want the, the baptism, we want the baptism in new life. We want to be reborn, but we don't want to give up our old selves. But that's what the Lord is saying. And so here's the hard part for us, is that, um, is that we've got it wrong for so many centuries. So what, what, what is the right one? I, well, I think the mystics had it right. Throughout all of history, the mystics have always been the prophets of age have got it right time and time and time again, that we have to die to ourselves. 
right? And then, then because when we die to ourselves, we are reborn to Christ. But even then, we've got that wrong. Because in history, like even our Christian history, we, we, we focus on our sexual selves, and we try to kill that as if it was something bad. And it's a beautiful part of ourselves. And that's not meant to be the part at all. See, I, I think some of the more modern mystics have really got it right. It says what we have to die to is our, what Thomas Merton, our modern mystic of America, says, is we have to die to our false self. That what we think is who we are, but not who we really are. And that's what must die. And that when we die to that false self, that ego, that false ego that wants us to be the top, us to be the most important, ourselves to be the center of attention, then we go through a transformation that is, that is truly life-giving, that transforms us into, well, followers of Christ. See, the hard part is that even when I say that, we then tend to say we start to architect our own, our own suffering. We start to architect our own way, and we start to go after our own crosses. But see, there we are. We're right into it. We immediately fall into the false ego because then we stay in control. And when we're in control, we're not losing the false self. We're still in control. You see, we don't have to look for suffering. It comes our way. And, 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 and every one of us will be touched by suffering some way, shape, or form. Suffering and dying will come upon every single one of us. And, and when we do, what we're called to do is to, well, to allow it to transform us, is to let the false self, the false ego, to die away and to allow Christ to bring new life, to rebirth us. And that's a hard process. And none of us want it to happen. None of us want it to happen to us because suffering is hard. It's painful and it doesn't feel good. Never does. But it's the transformation that comes through it. It's the resurrection that we come. And why does this need to happen over and over again? Because it prepares us for the final, final transformation which is our real earthly death and the real transformation of the resurrection. But if we haven't done it multiple times in life, then that last one is really, really hard. And instead, instead if we do it multiple times to our own suffering, to our own pain, then, then, then what happens is we are more ready and our faith makes us ready for not just the cross, but beyond the cross, the resurrection. But so, what are we to do? Well, some of you are suffering right now. Some of you are in pain right now. And that's very real, and you don't need to look for a cross, but somehow you have to allow, you have to allow the transformation to take place. And, and that's hard, because we don't want it. But for, for many of us who are, are not suffering, you say, well, I, I haven't had, I haven't got a pretty good life. I haven't well, then we're not looking hard enough. We're not allowing those around us to touch our hearts because somebody in our life is suffering. Somebody in our life is going through some form of dying process. And our role is to be present to them so that they can believe in the resurrection. You know, we witness to them our faith, and we say, we will walk with you through this. 
We cannot take it away. We cannot do the transformation. But we will be with you as you go through this pain and this suffering. And you know what? That's just as hard. When you walk with somebody who is in pain and suffering and dying, it is just as painful. But that's what we must do. Because that's what it means to be the body of Christ. See, my friends, we don't need to look for the suffering. We don't need to look for the pain. We don't need to look for somebody else to sacrifice. We have plenty right around among us. Our role is to believe in Jesus Christ and to follow His lead. It's to allow the suffering that comes in our life to transform us. And to transform us into what? Transform us into the Christ who always did the will of the Father. And so we have to die to our false self and we rise to Christ's new self, the one who always does the will of the Father. You see, ironically, the disciples who walked with Jesus couldn't get this, and they themselves fell into trap, and they asked Jesus, we want you to do something for us. They got it upside down. They need to have asked you a question, Jesus, what do you want us to do for you? That's the question that they should have asked. But the poor disciples were still immersed in their false ego, their false self. They wanted position of authority. My friends, we don't need to look for suffering. We don't need to look for pain. We don't need to look for dying. It is right among us, and our role is to witness to our faith and believe in the transformation and the resurrection beyond the pain, beyond the suffering. We must die to our false self and rise with Christ to newness of life.